afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Life Nation here. Uh, we are excited about what God is doing. And I'll tell you one thing. It is a, we're fitting both in the camera today. So God bless you all. It is the last day of 2023 based on this westernized calendar. All right. So we thank God for you all who are here. Uh, we actually just share this broadcast for us. The Lord has given us a unique work for today, dealing with the aspect of year end and looking forward into 2024, which is in less than 24 hours. <laughs> two, four, two, four. Anyway, let us start with a prayer. God bless for Prophet Shante. She is going to bring the entree on today, and I'll open up for you all. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you have uh, given us. You have made us to, allowed us to continue to be alive and to be well on this last day of 2023. Father, so many have not made it throughout this year. Mm -hmm. By surprise, even those who were not surprised, but still, Father, you gave us life. In you we live, we move, and we have our being. So we thank you, Lord, for your surrounding us, encapsulating us with life and abundance. Yes. Thank you, Father. So, Father, help us today as we would share this message uh, for everyone who has an ear to hear. Yes, Lord. Let their spirits be open and attuned to what the Spirit, your Spirit, is saying, Heavenly Father. And, Father, we ask that those who would hear that they would just be fulfilled and just be inspired to go forward even into new dimensions as we transition into another calendar year based on the Western Civilization's calendar. Dear Father, we thank you, Lord, for the, the goodness, the mercy, your grace. We ask you to bless Prophet Shante and I as we continue to uh, stay in the tune of what you are saying so that we can continue to be conduits of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. So, here we are today. Here we are today. It's 2023. It's the last day. And there are some things that God has given me that I just want to share in brevity. But one of the first things I want to really say is um, just more words of encouragement uh, that I have. Shantae will bring prophetic messages. But there is one thing we have to understand. And I've said this before. And I'm going to share this one more time. I'm going to share this one more time. What we have to understand is that January in itself mm -hmm. is the root word is Janus, J-A-N-U-S. That comes from a very specific, <laughs> it's very specific why they call it January on the Western calendar. Um, and his root word being Janus. Janus, for those who do not know, okay, for those who do not know, Janus is an ancient Roman religion and a myth, the idol god, okay? Basically, it was, Janus is considered the god of beginnings, gates, transitions, time, duality, and doorways and passages. So what happened was the fact that they would call, they would make a calendar from January to December and they were termed January, and it was based on the very specific idol god named Janus. It was a god that had two faces. And what happened was um, 
The thing that's so significant that we have to understand is that this westernized civilization, the root of this thing here, is based on a God that has two faces who was considered a door. And we have to understand, for those of us who have Christ and are born-again believers and Christ is our Savior and our Lord, we know that Jesus said, I am the door. I am the door. I'm the one who gives life. I'm the one who gives life more abundantly. So what happens is, you know, pretty much the entire Western world bases their entire identity or, you know, goals or just personal ethic and work ethic based on what happens on a January. And to me, uh, and as the Lord really dropped in me, that that issue of measure, because January is like a term of measurement, Many people try to use January as a basis to evaluate or to measure the current or the next. Mm -hmm. And what happens is we have to understand God has given me something very, he's been speaking this to me all, pretty much all week. I'm going to say this in this one scripture here and it's in Romans chapter 11 verses 33 through 36. It says, oh, the depths of the riches of wisdom and knowledge of God. Look at this. How unsearchable are his judgments and decisions, and how unfathomable and untraceable are his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor? For who has first given him that it could be paid back to him? For him, for, for from him, all things originate, and through him all things live and exist, and to him all things directed. To him be glory and honor forever. Amen. So one thing I just want to share just as in a introductory message for today, we have to understand, we have to stop putting God, because God is in us, into a measure standard. Many people say, January knew me, or I will, January, I'm going to do this for 30 days, or I will do this for 21 days, or I'll do this for seven days. We keep putting measurements on someone who is um, not measurable. God is so great. He is so infinite. He is so vast. He is so expanding that there is no way to kind of put him into a measure. Because it says, like the scripture says, in him we exist and we live. We have to understand the Kairos moments of God. We have to live our lives where we receive from God and we express the things that God gives to us in the moments that he does. One of the greatest methods of success is to walk in the presence with God. Walking in the presence with God, you're not giving him a time, you're not giving him a measure, you're not giving him a, a, a goal, you're just sitting there and you're receiving from his presence and that presence is being reciprocated into your life and you flow and you grow and you go as inspired by the spirit of the Lord. So one thing I want to say to you, we have to understand, stop using January as a basis of measurement. Stop limiting your goals to very finite human wisdom. Mm -hmm. We understand there's business. We understand there's projections. We have all those things that would occur based on Western world. But if you walk in with God, you understand that every day that you move with him, every day 
is a day of greatness. Every day that you move with him, you will find yourself expanding. You will find yourself learning new things. You will find yourself going, you know, breaking past certain fears. So as long as you're in that continuum, not just a measure, not just an end, not just a beginning, not a door, like they use in the Western world through January, just continue to move and flow with God and you will see things increase. I can give you case examples in my personal life and Prophet Shante's life, but at this point, I just want you to understand and be encouraged that do not try to measure God or put him in a box based on your goal that's finite in human wisdom. Allow him to expand you and grow you in ways that you would never expect it by just allowing him to flow through you. And on that, we'll turn over to Prophet Shante. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that word, um, that word of encouragement, that word of caution. Um, as we know, also, if you are a believer, most of us have started our official new year in September. Um, so we're really kind of dealing with the, the Gregorian calendar, right? Um, and as uh, Apostle so accurately explained that, you know, Janice is talking about that new door or that, that new season or the new beginning. And we know who our door is. So we don't have to be, um, we don't have to walk around without the knowledge of, of who the door is for our lives. And on that note, I'm going to pray. And then we're going to just go into and share with you what the Lord has given us. Um, and he said for me to talk a little bit about prophetic history today um, and just some things that he's been sharing with Life Nation um, starting back in 2012 and kind of leading us into 2024. And then we're going to be sharing uh, nine divine ideas for 2024 um, of things that God said that he is wants you to pay attention to and to look out for. So we're not necessarily giving, you know, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a house. <laughs> um, that may happen for you in 2024. But we are really into just sharing what the heart of God is for this age, for his people, for this time, and for this season. So let me go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your truth that is everlasting and endures to all generations. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are choosing to share with us just a part of your insight, a part of your heart that you are spreading all over the world today um, to the body of believers. We thank you, Father, that we know in part and we prophesy in part. We don't claim to have the whole thing or have it all figured out. But, Father, we have been listening to you. And so we're going to share today, Father, what you have given us to share let the words of my mouth, Father, and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, for you are our strength and our redeemer. It is in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, that we pray, believe, receive, and prophesy. Amen. All right, so I'm going to be sharing, as I said, a couple of things here, and I want to start out. I'm not going to rehearse all of the prophetic words that God has been giving since 2012. I'm going to give you some summary and some key points. 
and then we're going to go into 2024. If you would like, um, probably after this broadcast on the Life Nation page, I will drop the links to these um, prophecies from 2012. And then if you would like a copy of 2023 or 2020, I do have copies digitally, so you can always email me for the copies, okay? So just to be clear, I'm not going to go through the entire prophecies because they were pretty um, long in detail. But back in 2012, God began to speak to us about this concept of resetting the stones, resetting the stones. Who are the stones? The stones are the people of God. The scriptures talks about us being living stones. We are the body of believers that makes up the body of Christ. Where is the body of Christ? The body of Christ is worldwide. The body of Christ is not tied down to a particular denomination. It's not tied down to a particular stream. It's not tied down to a particular ethnic group. The body of believers is worldwide. So if you understand nothing else, okay, nothing else about Jesus the Christ, know that his body of believers is worldwide, okay? So nobody has a monopoly on believers, <laughs> all right? Nobody has a monopoly on it. So in 2012, he began to talk to us about a false establishment that was being prepared. He talked to me specifically about a false church or a false system that was being prepared and that would arise and take prominence. I think it's safe to say within the last decade that we have seen that, okay? And he said, as a false establishment is being prepared, that he is readying his glorious ecclesia, the true bride of Christ. I think we can all agree that within the last decade, we have sort of seen this very clear line of distinction between people who are serving Christ and people who are serving their self-interests, right? He said, this bride of Christ comes from every tribe, every tongue, every language, and every people group, but they communicate one message, that Jesus is Lord, that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one, and that we must repent and be born again into a kingdom not made with hands. He said, the kingdom age is here, and he said, your church's usual clothes will not fit. Now, I think it is safe to say within the past decade, we have seen how the, the kingdom of God has had to change, has had to shift, has had to adjust, whether that's technologically, whether that is the change of, of the guard with leadership, senior leadership. We've seen these things very, very evident, okay, if you've been paying any sort of attention since 2012. He told us that beginning in 2012, that we would start to see structures crumble. He said, you're going to start to see religious structures, organizational structures crumble, but the stones, the people of God, were real and genuine, and they would need a new setting. I think we can all agree that we've seen organizational structures be challenged, crumble, um, be held accountable, some things had to be have been disbanded. Some things a new leadership has had to come in for um, religious organizational structures because of all the things that have occurred. So we're not going to enumerate those things. 
He said the church would go through a resetting into a more fortified structure that can hold the stones. And I believe that we're kind of in the midst of that right now. He said that there would be a reset, resetting of the foundation to hold the stones. He is resetting apostles and prophets. And this has been going on over the last decade. And that he is doing a new work in how we worship. Now that was back in 2012 when he began to say the way that we worship, what we talk about, what we sing about, how we do worship is going to change. And so in that word, he talked about three things, which I believe that I'll be honing in on even more in my teaching this coming year. He talked about resetting the stones, resetting the structure, and resetting our sound. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but there is a resetting of sound happening right now in the body of Christ. There's a resetting in what we receive as worship. There's a resetting and a call for accountability in the people that lead us into the place of worship, okay? But in this particular prophecy, um, and, you know, as I said, I'll link it, there was a part of the prophecy where I had an open vision, and there was a sound that I heard, and it was unlike, to this day, I have never heard anything like that sound that I heard then. And in that, he said that that sound was coming from a different order, that it was not coming out of the Levitical priesthood. Most of us in the body of Christ, when you say Levitical priesthood, you hear that term. It's, it's a often used term to sort of describe the music ministry, the, the musicianship that happens in a you know regular church setting. But he said that priesthood had many faults. And those who choose to remain in that priesthood would find themselves in a flood of faulty things. Now, if we will be honest and, and track from 2012 to now, we can actually see that that has played out. But he said this, count, this sound that he is releasing was a kingdom sound that you were going to have to tap in to his eternal order. Mm -hmm. And you had to be in his order in order to hear a new sound. What is the order of Christ? Well, it's detailed for us in the book of Hebrews. It is after the order of Melchizedek. It's an eternal priesthood. It's an eternal order. It's an order that does not have the flaws and the faults of the Levitical order. But in order to get into that sound, guess what? You've got to be submitted to the Messiah. You've got to be submitted to the Christ. Okay? So there has been a call for a new sound in the body of Christ. There's been a call for a purity of sound. There's been a call for integrity in the people that are leading within sound. And I am here for all of it. I'm here for all of it. So he said in this ministering place that his prophetic men and his prophetic women, those who want to go and receive from God and hear from God with clarity that they were going to come out of that place and that they were going to come out of that place with songs, songs of worship and songs of praise. And he said it was not going to be for them to build a fan base, but to minister to him alone. And in that ministering place, 
what they are going to bring out of there is going to cause healing and repair and divine encounter and deliverance and worship was going to change. Now, I think that we've seen a, a little bit of that. I think we've seen some accountability happen in the worship space with people who have led on major scales, who have had ministries that have been based on worship. I think we've seen the exposure of that and the call for accountability there. But I also think that we are seeing the rise of people who have been in the presence of God, um, who have heard from God, who have been in that throne room place with God, who are receiving those songs of the Lord, and they are beginning to rise. So I am really, really excited to see what God is going to continue to do with that in 2024. He said that worship will continue to change, that God's worshipers will cause visible shifts in the natural through their obedience, their obedience to sing, their obedience to play, their obedience to write what he says. So if you are a songwriter and you have been sitting on your work, it is time to arise and get those songs out there. If you have been in that secret place with God and you've been singing to God and you've been in your prayer time with God and you've been in intercession and God has been giving you songs, 2024 is going to be a year that you're going to get that go ahead. You're going to feel that green light to begin to rise up and begin to produce those songs and put them out into the world. God is releasing us to worship in his better covenant. What is his better covenant? It is worship after the order of Melchizedek. What does it mean to worship after the order of Melchizedek? Go read Hebrews 7 and understand what the order of Melchizedek is. What is that priesthood? What does that priesthood look like? Because it's a different vein. It's a different spirit. It's a different attitude. There's a, a level of purity that you're going to be required to have in order to flow in that arena. So I encourage the singers, the musicians, the composers, the writers to come forward and worship in that better covenant in 2024. He said that we must shift our thinking in order to pursue his mind. We must shift our thinking in order to pursue his mind. And so in 2020, for 2020, we're speeding up. At the end of 2019, the Lord began to speak to us about 2020 to 2030. And he said that this would be the decade of the people's voice. The decade of the people's voice. And I'm going to pull that up so I can share with you part of that. You had something to say? Okay. So let me go to that. So in 2020 to 2030, he said, here is what will not fly in this season. Saying things like, it's all I know. That's just how I am. It is what it is. He said in this decade, 2020 to 2030, that the consciousness of God in you will begin to expand. 
And the buzzword probably all of 2023 that I heard was consciousness. Consciousness, 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 conscious life, conscious living, the consciousness of Christ. And it has begun to expand in the people. He said, who you were raised to be will not define who you are destined to become. The power will be in your hands and taken from the middle man. There will be unprecedented unseating. There will be an unprecedented unseating of political powers and machines from 2020 to 2024. And I believe that God has fulfilled that and is continuing to fulfill that word. He said that those that have survived the wreckage of political intrigue, scandals, and deceits will lead new movements of governmental accountability. And yes, we have seen that and we're going to continue to see it um, into 2024. He also said beginning in 2020, he said that pastors will be dismantled as gods. He said, get an authentic spiritual life because God is coming for all of the foolishness that has been done in his name. You will see denominations in the next three years begin to converge to maintain power as the world shifts away from clerical and hierarchical structures to the people's voice. And we are yet seeing that. We're yet seeing that. Um, he said the corruptors that have swelled, held sway for the past eight to 12 years who have moved through several administrations in the background will be brought out into the open and brought down. That is a continuing word, okay? The, the decade of the people's voice will see a strong grassroots movement coming to the forefront, reshaping political life in America. Um, is suffice it to say, we are seeing that. We are seeing that. He said, in 2020, you will have clear vision, and that vision will begin to go all the way through into 2030. He said, there will be clear vision of the false and the true, the sincere and the opportunist, the real and the rehearsed, they will be evident to all. Now, I don't know about you, but I've seen this. People, eyes and ears and mind and consciousness has been open to the truth. And so what people could hide in the past, what people could pull the wool over people's eyes of in the past, the Holy Spirit, the consciousness of God is opening people's eyes. And they're being, they're seeing things for what they are. Okay. He said, everything posing as a God will be shaken in this decade. Everything posing as a God will be shaken in this decade. He said, resistance will rise to people leading themselves, but I will quench resistance to people leading themselves. A resurgence of visitations will flood the earth. He said, internally, I will speak to the hearts and awaken the slumbering. I will reinvigorate the prodigal and make myself real to the atheist. You will see those who say there is no God come to my defense as their hearts are changed and their dream life is activated. Many former atheists will begin to stand up for the truth for what they have seen has not testified to the truth. So you're, and I have seen that this year, you're going to see people who we otherwise did not think, quote unquote, had a faith life or a religious life at all, began to speak up for what is right and for what is true. 
So that was in 2020. So he spoke to us about this and I wanted to make sure that we talked a little bit about that and shared a little about that, a bit about that. Now, 2023, which was last year, he began to talk to us about this year that we're in right now, that we're closing out being a year of the turnkey, that this was a year to be built up, that this was a year to be supplied, that this was a year that permanency was going to start to return to people's lives. Because as we know, we all of us, the entire world went through some, some turbulent times, some times of impermanency. And then he said that there would be an anointing upon the judicial system and the judicial sector. Again, I believe that we saw plenty of evidence of this. People who thought they were going to be getting away with things did not get away. We saw a real call of attorneys and judges and prosecutors, and we're actually still in the midst of that um, with what has happened legally within the last couple of days where these, the judicial system is standing up for righteousness, is standing up for holding on to the truth. It is standing up to say, no, you're not going to just allow darkness to allow unrighteousness to reign within our nation. So we have seen that. Uh, we've seen unprecedented and historic releases of things being overturned, of people being freed. We have seen liberty come forth. And so again, I'm not going to go into all of 2023, but suffice it to say, God has been faithful to his word and he is continuing to speak. So now that we've established some prophetic history, we're going to move forward. In 2024, there were two things that I heard the Lord say. One of them was this phrase. He said, write the vision, R-I-G-H-T, write the vision, open the door, which is Christ, and get back to your principal core. Write the vision, open the door, and get back to your principal core. As we are still in a time of resetting the stones, the structure, and the sound. And he said, ask yourself, what happens when a foundation has to be reset? What happens when a foundation has to be reset? Well, our wonderful architect here could probably tell us all about it, but I'm going to summarize it for you real quick. When a foundation has to be reset, it's because the walls are cracking, the floors have become uneven, the window and the door stop functioning correctly, and your entire home becomes out of alignment. And this compromises stability and safety. So we have seen in the last decade where the body of believers, the house of God, has become this uneven place where things have not been functioning correctly. People have been out of order <laughs> spiritually. But God is saying through this resetting process, he is realigning the body of Christ. He is realigning the body of believers. 
and you are a part of that body, if you're a part of that body, you can probably feel that shift happening. You can probably feel God realigning you and putting you back on course. What was your first things that he called you to? What were those principal things that God required of you? He's saying, get back to those things. In the religious world, we have seen the pillars crack. We have seen the doctrines be uh, questioned. We have seen the prophets and the apostles and the pastors not operate sometimes in integrity or truth. They have lost the trust of many people, but God is realigning. We have seen the seers and the keepers and the intercessors at some, at some point stop really functioning. But God is calling for a realignment. If you were an intercessor and you haven't been praying, God is calling for you to get back in alignment, realign yourself. If you have been a prophet and you have not been seeking God and asking the Holy Spirit, what is the Father saying? He's saying, get back into alignment. He's saying, get back to your principal core. He's saying, get back to the time that you spent with him. The body has been out of alignment, but the resetting is here. And that leads me to the eight divine ideas that we're going to share with you tonight, or this afternoon, rather. The first divine idea is centered around decisions decisions he said 2024 will be a year where judgments and decisions will be finalized there will be no more wavering there's going to be some decisions in your life that are going to be finalized you're not going to be wondering is this going to happen is this going to move forward you're going to see the finalizing of decisions there's not going to be a going back and forth but you will see decisions be finalized this year. The second idea is embodiment. Embodiment. He said, whatever spirit a person is under will be evident and prevalent. They will not be able to mask it. More masks will fall off. You're going to see people for who and what they really are. Embodiment. The third idea is Christ's covenant. Christ's covenant. He said, many will unify under the heart and covenant of Christ. He said, this includes nations, tribes, tongues, will begin to come together in a stream of unifying that has not been seen before. And he said there will be grace on it and not religion. So if you're looking for one particular religion to, you know, be at the forefront leading it, he said, nope. He said it's going to be a grace movement and the unifying factor is going to be Christ's covenant. Where you find Christ's covenant, you're going to find this movement of people. 
And there, it's not going to be something that anybody is going to be able to take credit for because it's going to be a grace thing. It's not going to be under religion. I'm looking forward to that. Divine idea, emancipation, emancipation. He said specifically, people will be freeing themselves. In 2024, you're going to see open borders. You're going to see open borders between countries. You're going to see agreements being formed and being made for people to begin to move freely, to move about freely. People will be coming out of overlording, he called it overlording relationships, and the voice of freedom among them will be loud. Now, I'm going to be giving you some reference scriptures to read and pay attention to um, once we are done today. The next divine idea is manifestation and mastery. Manifestation and mastery. He said another level of mastery will be required this year. And the more that you master, the more you will begin to manifest that thing in your life. So whatever God is calling you to master, whatever God has said you need to up your game in, whatever God is saying I need you to come up in, whether that be a skill, whether that be um, education level, knowledge level, whatever that thing is, he said as you master it more, it's going to manifest more for you in your life. The next divine idea is a blossoming and beautiful season. A blossoming and beautiful season is coming forth in this year. He said, many of you will be coming out of your ugly duckling phase. <laughs> he said, now you will see some ashes in the first quarter of this year from the fires of 2023. If you felt like you had to put out fires in 2023, put some hearts on the screen. <laughs> so those fires of 2023 in your life, he said, you're gonna see some ashes still left from the fires in the first quarter of your life. The residue of loss and grief will be swept away by the end of the first quarter. He said, there is a beauty and glory coming that will be a Manasseh moment for many of you, that the pain of the past will be swept away by the beauty of the season that you're coming into. He said flowers will be a strong symbol for people in this season. Learn the language of flowers for you will receive bouquets of blessings. And I feel like shouting right there. <laughs> According to Isaiah 61 and 3, he says that he will give us beauty for ashes, a joy for mourning, the oil of joy for mourning, and praise in the place of the spirit of heaviness. So if you have been dealing with loss, you've been dealing with grief, you've been, you've been feeling like there's a heaviness that you can't lift, you're going to see that heaviness begin to lift off of you. The next divine idea, and I'm, I'm almost coming to a close here. The next divine idea, this is number seven. Embers of flame, E-M-B-E-R-S, embers of flame. 
He said that it will look like, for many of you, it will look like the fire has gone out on some of your desires and dreams, but there are embers still aflame. In 2024, you will see God blow on those embers and restore the fire for those things, those projects, those dreams. Pay attention because you're not going to be stoking the fire. God is going to be stoking the fire on those things. Okay. He said, you're not, you, you have felt like you are going to blow out, but you are about to blow up. <laughs> Woo. I tell you, that's a, that's a reason to just pause for a moment and, and, and give him some praise. You are not going to blow out. You are about to blow up. And he is stoking that inner fire in you. He's stirring up those gifts on the inside of you and causing those things in your life to come back to life. And number eight is resetting. The resetting will continue. Write your vision. Realign it. Open yourself up to the door, which is which is Christ. Get back to your principled core. This is the year of the righteous light. This is the year that the righteous will shine like the stars. With manifestation and mastery, with blossoming and beauty, with emancipation and embodiment, with Christ's covenant. There will be a restoring of investments to those who have been honoring the truth, who have been honoring the eternal, and the encouragement today for you is to continue to follow the Christ. Follow the Christ so that you can be at the right place at the right time and know that the Holy Spirit is our flame. He is our light. He is our guide of direction so that our soul can continue to be in a place of alignment with God. So as, as we close today, I want you to think about being at the right place at the right time this year with the right people, God setting you up with the right finances, having the right vision, receiving the right promotions, being aligned with the right prosperity, no prosperity tied to ungodliness, receiving the right love, and under the right covering. Who is our covering? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. So this is the word of the Lord. This is what God has shared with us to share with you for 2024. Um, I pray that you receive this word 
and um, we don't do uh, offering and prophecy, prophecy for offering or whatever people are doing these days. <laughs> but if you would like to give to the ministry, I would say give in, an, in the increment of 24. If you believe in what we have shared today, if you have been encouraged by our ministry and you want to give, we encourage you to give. All right. You can give at dollar sign Life Nation, which is our cash app or any of our other links that are aligned here on our platforms. I am going to turn this back over to Apostle Robert. <laughs> oh, one more thing. Let me give you scripture references that you want to pay attention to for this year. Psalm 25, verse 12. As you go back and listen and reflect, James 1, verse 5. 1 Corinthians 6, 15 through 19. Ephesians 4, 13 through 16. Galatians 5, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 25 through 27. Isaiah 61, verse 3. Three more. 2 Timothy 1, verses 6 through 7. Matthew 21, verse 44. And Ephesians 2, verse 20. The word of the Lord can be found in the word of the Lord. Apostle. Good. We bless the Lord for the the uh, messages today. We thank God for the the principles. One thing that we look at, a lot of people look at prophesy, prophecy, and we like to establish about what has already, you know, what is about to occur or what's the future. But a lot of times we need to, do a prophetic evaluation. What has occurred since the previous messages of God were ushered into your life? And one thing we can tell you is that, you know, you'll know true prophet when they come from around you because you will see the, the words were not about themselves or aggrandizing themselves, but they're about what God's about to do on the earth. And we have seen, like she, Prophet Shante Express, in, um, in 20. 12 how god had brought some tremendous level of resetting the stones one thing we can say for for a fact is that when stones are reset <laughs> they have to crumble and she said it so well like an like an architect sympathizer uh <laughs> to express what happens when a building settles um so many things come out alignment um then the biggest thing about it is when a building settles to a point it becomes uninhabitable mm -hmm. that's the big thing we have to understand we don't want to be uninhabitable we don't like to david <laughs> to christ the, as david said whatever you do lord do not let your spirit go from me mm -hmm. so what happens is the lord has given us an ability and a word and a message to realign 
uh, ourselves with him to, you know, the thing that comes to mind as, as even as we're talking is that how God has given you new ground for your building. <laughs> the one thing we have to understand, a lot of settlement comes when the ground is not secure enough for your building or your building foundation hasn't been designed to fit that ground. Mm -hmm. And God will give you the right type of ground. Like, like the old song from the wine that says, break up that fallow ground. Well, God is breaking up fallow ground, giving you fresh ground. So what happens is we have to make sure that we can be in a position to be not just realigned, but relocated. The relocation may not be big. Mm -hmm. It not may be from one end of the world to the other, not even a physical thing, but it's a thing about where you are pulling out of fallow, broken ground and being reset into healthy, nutritious, stable ground mm -hmm. that will keep you up and alive and you know for the duration of time. So there is so much to be said here, and I want to end off with a with a passage in Psalms. If I can get to it, this there it is, one forty seven. Psalm 147, and I'm just going to end off with that in verse 5, I believe here. It says, Great is our majestic and mighty Lord, and abundant in strength. His understanding is inexhaustible, infinite, and boundless. So one thing we have to understand, as God is resetting the stones, the most important thing about resetting is the ability of the carpenter or the uh, as a mason or whatever you would call it when you look at it when they start putting those bricks and those or those concrete blocks together, that craftsman has to be, have the strength to take that element of construction and place it appropriately, properly set it right. So we have to understand that we don't have to be fearful mm -hmm. as God is resetting things because He has the power. He has the strength to reset us where we won't be broken. Amen. To reset us where we won't be misaligned. To reset us to a point where that when we will be able to link and work with one another. You look at stones, look at bricks. You know, they got to be put together in very uniform and very meticulous fashion. So God will be, as he's resetting you, he is realigning you with people and places and organizations that can work together without disjointery. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that. So what happened, a lot of people said we want to be reset, but then you want to be isolated, independent, you know, all over in left field. A brick by itself on the ground is not going to do anything. But bricks coming together, kind of uniform, that's what sets up the walls of the house for the habitation. So understand that there are people who you may not even know. There are people who may not be your ethnic makeup. Mm -hmm. There are people who may not even be of your faith factor. Mm -hmm. That God will put you alongside and you will link up and you will feel a glorious presence of the Lord. So at this point in the resetting of the stones, we can't focus on the toxic trait of prejudice race, gender, and all those things that try to bring division among classification. You will see a season where men and women will work together seamlessly mm -hmm. without flaw. 
what happens is when you're resetting, there's a thing that you have to reset. Anybody who's in construction would know what grout is. When you set the tiles on the floor, you have to lay it into grout. God is, re God is giving new grout. He's giving new cementitious material so that you can come together and you can work together and you can be set in a position where you can be solid and stable and working in harmony. Not working identically, but working in harmony with others. There may be others, you know, there may be people from Iran. There may be people from, you know, uh, Gaza. There may be people, you know, from the Sudan. There might be people, you know, from um, Uzbekistan or even uh, Afghanistan that will have a presence and a refreshing of the Spirit of Christ in them that when you come together, you will see such a movement of the Spirit of the Holy God working. That's the resetting. Reminder, it will be led by grace. It will be led by grace. So in this season, as we go forward, stop limiting your flow and your move as God is moving you and try to just limit it to what previously establishments of the visions that you might have been sucked into. There are organizations that you may not be a part of, but there's other organizations that God just may have you to flow into and you will bring life to them and they'll bring life to you. So understand these things. God is infinite, abundant in strength. And when he had the strength to reset, understand he's doing it to your best and eternal intent. Infinite, boundless. God resets you so you could be, he could be, infinite in his glory in your life and boundless with his riches into your life. Oh my God, there's so much more. But we thank God for you listening today. And as Prophet said, if you do want to give a offering, a gift in the amount of $24, you know, that's on you. We're not demanding that or saying that is a tool for increase or whatsoever. It's just if you want to do it, just go ahead. But well, we thank God for you listening to Life Nation today. We just speak life and declare God's glory upon you and that these messages of writing the vision, you know, of divine orders that God gave, those eight divine ideas, decisions, embodiment, Christ's covenant, emancipation, manifestation, blossoming in, in beauty, beauty, you know, embers relit, resetting, all these things, God will continue to expand you in these areas Amen. plus because the infinite. So God bless you and may you have a excessively happy, wonderful new year by the name of Yeshua, the Christ, the true Messiah of all. Amen. Amen. We pray that you have a wonderful and safe New Year's Eve and we thank God for you that you bring that uh, new year in, the new year in 2024 uh, safely and in the blessing and peace and power of Christ. Be well, everyone, and most importantly, be light. Amen.